Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out-of-this-world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are having a very interesting conversation about why people cheat in relationships. Well, that's a good question. And that question gets posed to me quite often, surprisingly, more often than you would think, or maybe less often than you would think. I don't really know because I'm talking to so many people and so many thoughts are going around. So what is that? What creates that? So why I talk about these conversations, if you're new to this show, is that I am a sex and intimacy coach working towards uh, also being a relationship coach. And I've worked with people in their bodies for over 20 years to allow them to have more ease of embodiment, uh, which to me equals more uh, pleasure in the body as well. So whether it's with movement or energy work or different work that I do, my target is to always have people living a life that is far more pleasurable than hellish. So that's the target. And it's kind of a nonstop uh, thing to be targeting in your life because it's something that we'll always have in our lifetime. We'll, We'll seek pleasure, but then we'll seek more. We'll always have a desire to create more. And that's just part of our human nature is that we always desire more, 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 more. And that is part of the nature of also what has people cheat. The desire for something different, the desire for something more. And a lot of times um, it's this desire that can create a lot greater in our lives, but sometimes it can also create poop. So it's just a matter of becoming more aware, asking some different questions, and following what uh, will actually open up your life. And sometimes, you know, if cheating in a relationship leads to a breakup, that can absolutely create greater. It's not always that it has to be creating greater with the person um, that you're with, right? So, at the time. So, I posed this question to some people that I know. And the answers I got were varying in range. And uh, one of the answers I got was boredom revenge. Uh, One of the other answers I got was control and love. And there were some other ones where the belief is that some people cheat because they're sadists. They just like to see people suffer. They like to see the person they're cheating on suffer. And we can go into some other realms of of reality as well. And um, I was having conversations in my home today and the wisdom of babes came up and one of the wisdom of one of the babes in my home today was that people cheat because they desire our nature is that we have bodies uh, and that we desire to create more and more to be um, in control of our environment, in control of other people, to feel like we are godlike in some ways and that this would lead us to go 
off and uh, have affairs. It's our desire for something being more in control of a situation. And I thought that was a pretty cool and interesting take. So that is another uh, option that may be part of it. Now, when I look at some of the different authors out there who are world-renowned authors on cheating, they have some other variations of why people cheat. And if you are looking for some books on that, I can give you two um, two authors in particular. So one is Jack Morin. Uh, so his last name is spelled M-O-R-I-N. And he wrote The Erotic Mind. And in The Erotic Mind, he has an equation that he puts together that attraction plus obstacles equals excitement. So cheating, in essence, the obstacles are what creates excitement. The same can be said for if you are somebody who likes to try and have, say, for example, like sex in public. It's the obstacle of getting away with it in public makes it way more exciting. And I think that that equation is pretty translatable to pretty much many of the different situations. Um, Even, for example, the situation where one of the inputs was boredom coming up. So boredom, we would look at attraction plus an obstacle. Well, if your obstacle is boredom and you're looking for something more interesting, then you would gain the excitement that you're actually looking for, right? So pretty much the opposite of boredom is excitement. <laughs> and so, so attraction plus obstacles. So having an affair would be one of the ways to bring back a little excitement. There, there are scientific uh, findings on this as well and like what occurs in the body. Just like when you start a new relationship in general, there are a lot of hormones going on, pheromones that keep you and your lover attracted to each other to try and create something or not. You may be creating uh, pheromones that would deter the relationship so that they just want to run away. However, part of it is the excitement of a new relationship where everything's new and it's all fun and, and even that obstacle energy um, that creates excitement. What occurs in the body is dopamine levels start to rise. And dopamine is like where the feel good, right? Lots of people looking for dopamine these days. And in Canada, people get to be doped up and it's legal. So I don't know if that's going to reduce the cheating in Canada because now we have legal dope. But the fact of the matter is people are looking to feel good. And our bodies are constantly giving us things that would indicate that we don't always feel good, right? get pains, we get itches. Today I have a fine example of bodies don't always feel good. Between waking up with a headache um, and having had moved a whole bunch of stuff on the weekend and then gardening, I ended up being slaughtered by deer flies from pretty much head to toe and I have welts on me the size of my palm. So there is some suffering. Now, In that suffering, though, it was pretty thoroughly satisfied in getting a whole bunch of weeds out of my garden. So there was some satisfaction that happened. And I was attracted to the garden, and the obstacles were those crazy little things called flies, but also weeds. And the excitement as a result of adding the attraction 
and the obstacles, it did equal excitement. I was pretty happy to get it done and looking good. So, yeah, you know, we can take that Jack Morin's, we can take his equation and we can translate it to so many things, even beyond a relationship level with people. We can take it into the relationship level with uh, so many other things, even our businesses. How many people out there are creating obstacles in their business so that they can have a little attract they might feel attracted to their business they're going to create a little bit of an obstacle why to have some excitement got to solve a problem so these are all my problem solver friends out there which are pretty much everybody i know including myself um, having an obstacle having an attraction and then getting the joy of getting results well that's pretty much i don't know anybody who doesn't exist in that realm so there's another great author as well that I would like to share with you guys. Her name is Esther Perel, P-E-R-E-L, and she wrote a book called The State of Affairs. And for her, what she was looking at in her book is why is it that well-adjusted people, people who don't necessarily have trauma from childhood or people who have dealt with their trauma from childhood, why would they engage in infidelity? What would be the benefit? And see, this is a question that I ask about everything. Ask some of these questions. What is the motivation to choose what you're choosing? What is the benefit you think you're going to gain? What are the results? And what will your future look like if you choose it? All of these good questions to ask. So Esther, she identified four different things about why a well-adjusted people, for example, would engage in infidelity. And one is self-exploration. And right now on the planet, we are probably at one of the the higher points in history where people are going through self-exploration. We have self-help books on every and any topic written by thousands of authors. I can tell you that 20 years ago when I worked in a metaphysical holistic bookstore, even then there were hundreds and hundreds of books on the shelves and it was prolific, but compared to now, it's exponentialized the desire that people have to know who they are and to to try and find out who they are. It's massive. And we forget sometimes to ask some of the simpler questions like, what is the nature of my being? Oh, that could be simple, but it could be really intense. Like, what is the nature of my being? Is my being infinite or finite? And if the nature of my being is infinite, then it simplifies it, doesn't it? The nature of your being doesn't mean all of the ego things that are attached to it. We really break it down to the nature of your being is you're an infinite being. You are, and that's one term for it. You can be um, a being that is never, basically you are an energy that will never die. Right? So you are that. And your body is your body. And most of the things that we are experiencing on this planet, pain, pleasure, sadness, all the emotions, are because we have bodies, right? And we talk about bodies a lot on this show. We talk about how to have communication with our bodies, be friends with our bodies, figuring out different methodologies to and tools to be able to exist in these bodies and have a little bit more ease with them, right? So the nature, what is the nature of your being? Is it infinite? Is it finite? 
you know, you can argue with me and say that it's finite. That's cool. That's your choice. You can agree with me and say it's infinite. And cool, that's still your choice. What I'm coming from right now is what I know for me to be true is that my nature of my being is that it's infinite. And in being infinite, I've had many experiences in different bodies throughout all kinds of lifetimes. And in having these many experiences throughout all kinds of lifetimes, I've gathered different things. I've gathered information from different people. Um, And these are all things that come with you. They're not things that go away. These are things that you drag from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. I was actually asking, um, I was asking in home today, I was asking for some insights, right? And the information was really cool because um, I asked my daughter uh, how she feels about why do people cheat? And she didn't really have a lot of info for me. But what she, what I did ask her was I said, I noticed that when we watch movies and there's somebody cheating on somebody, it really seems to bother you. Is that true? And she said, well, yeah, I really don't like it. And I said, so what is that? Is that from this life or another life? And she's like, well, it's another life. Uh, and my niece chimed in uh, to say, yes, because you've had billions of lives. Exactly. And in all those lives, those billions of lives, we have had the experience of being the cheater and the cheaty. So the cheaty would be the person who's cheated on. I'm using that term. I don't know if it's a technical term, but that's my term for today. We're going to look at the perspective of the cheater, one who does the cheating, and the person who's on the receiving end of the cheating, uh, of course, in the relationship, right? So can you actually cheat on a person if you're not in a relationship? Now, there's a whole other strange question to look at, but looking at the nature of our beings as being infinite and having many experiences throughout so many lifetimes, we've gathered some things. We've gathered some uh, information, experiences, and some of the things, like my daughter was saying, it bothers her. She feels it from another lifetime. And um, she could could accept and see that it's possible that she was the cheater or that she was the cheaty and that cheating and hurting cheating in relationship and hurting people that really bothered her or being cheated on really bothered her so we're not always the victims here and when i look at things for me it it allows me to have a broader sense and an easier way to let go of anger when i can see where have i been that and done that and if it isn't in this lifetime i guarantee you it's in another one or another dimension and that's just like going a little beyond the regular with bodies but It is one way that can assist you to get, okay, you can't really judge a person for something that you've been and done. Even if you don't like that part of you, chances are you've been there, done that. So I just want to remind you guys, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we're going to head to our very first commercial break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. 
Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about why people cheat in relationships. And one of the things that comes up um, in the book by Esther Perel in the state of affairs, but why would a well-adjusted person uh, engage in infidelity? We will talk a little bit about why somebody who is not well-adjusted might engage in infidelity. But for the somebody who's well-adjusted, the number one reason would be, or number one of four reasons would be self-exploration. So they're really on a quest to try and find themselves, figure out who they are, what they like, what they're into. You know, the self-help books aren't quite cutting it, so having an affair just might get them more information. And that's that's just one perspective, right? So the next one in her, in Esther Perel's list, is the seductive nature of transgressions. <clears throat> what does that mean? Well, there's something about when you're naughty, uh, you know, an act of transgression. And there's something about when you're being naughty that is very alluring and seductive. It kind of is like, you know, when you're a kid and you get away with taking that cookie out of the cookie jar and you feel pretty chuffed about yourself that you just got away with something that you know you weren't supposed to do, but you really were like, that was just so fun and I love taking the cookie out of the cookie jar. And with that, the seductive nature of transgression, we can look at the also what occurs in the body, right? There's a seductive energy. So there's something going on pheromone-wise that would have somebody feel seduced. And then transgression would be from the whole feeling of the excitement that comes from the dopamine rising. And that that seduction of, well, that was really fun. That felt really interesting. Mm, that sort of energy will, you know, it's just like a, it can be what draws people to go back to cheating is because they really love the seduction of being naughty. And they could, in effect, you know, ask their partner to spank them with a paddle or, you know, engage in a little BDSM. That might 
switch the transgressions up. We'll call them transgressions. Um, it might switch that up. However, it might actually be because they're desiring to have something that's very different. So one of the other reasons is I know that Esther talks about is the allure of lives not lived. And in this, she mentions things like, if you feel like you've had missed opportunities in your life, if you feel like, well, I got married young, I never really had girlfriends, I want to experience life, I'm going to have all the girls I want. Same with women, you know, I never was married, uh, you know, I just want to have an opportunity to have as many um, men as possible, test the waters. Maybe I thought I was into men, but I'm really into women, that sort of thing. So it can be a switch, there can be an understanding through the number one, self-exploration, that then they start to feel like there are things in their life that they never have experienced that they would like to experience. So that is one option as well. In the chat room, there is one that's maybe they're just assholes. Well, that's possible. Um, we will talk about people who are just not well-adjusted. Um, these are in the line of people who are have dealt with their stuff and they're working on their stuff and they still are choosing um, to maybe they're just looking for other outlets to feel different in their life, feel a little bit better. So one of the ones for men in particular is feeling uh, new or exiled emotions. Exiled emotions would be things that they have pushed away since maybe childhood. And these feelings start to arise. And this kind of affair is more of an emotional affair rather than a sexual affair. And it's where sometimes um, the person gets to have comfort, a friendship feeling, more of a feeling of uh, feeling loved by that person. But it doesn't mean that by, by you know, if they're cheating, then they're just, they're feeling loved by whoever it is that they're cheating with. There is a sense of um, more of a, a relationship energy, we'll call it, where it's not just the sex, this is all about uh, feeling emotionally connected to another person. So these are some of the reasons that Esther Perel has uh, talked about in her book, The State of Affairs. So if you'd like to know more, definitely go out and get it. If you'd like to know more about The Erotic Mind by Jack Moran and his great uh, little equation of attraction plus obstacles equals excitement, check those out as well. I'll probably tap into these a little bit more too, but some of the things that I was looking at when I was thinking about this is what are some of the reasons that a maladjusted person will say maladjusted in terms of that they've never really dealt with their stuff, maybe their childhood traumas. Why would a person like that be seeking, uh, you know, sexual relationships outside of their relationship, their primary relationship? And one of that is um, they've named this actually in psychology today they have named this attachment deficit disorder. It's an ADD of a different kind. So the it is where people have unresolved childhood traumas and they often use sex as a distraction for pain, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain. So again, that is attachment deficit disorder and it's, it's really based on when people have unresolved childhood traumas that lead them to use sex as a distraction for pains which are either emotional or even physical. So know that that does occur and some people are just not there yet. They're just, they got stuff to deal with. So 
They also sometimes with the attachment deficit disorder are are feeling or are aware in some way that they don't like the relationship that they're in or they don't feel like it's the relationship they want. They don't really like it. So they might even think it was lousy. And then they use, um, they'll use, for example, having an affair as an excuse. Well, I didn't like to want to be with you anyway. So, well, I wasn't getting what I wanted out of this anyway. So, um, and that's for, you know, maladjusted. Well, that's whenever you're blaming other people, that's, that's where you need to stop and go, wait a second. Um, blame is not a well-adjusted thing, right? So well-adjustment would be where you go, okay, so that, that action, I now, my, I now feel, I feel sad. I feel lonely. I feel this. I feel that. Well-adjusted is when you can turn around and see how it's affecting you and not be like, that person was so wrong. Okay, well, they've got their own shit to deal with. Maybe they've got attachment deficit disorder. They've got a disorder. If they were, if they had any other disorder, if they had schizophrenia, you wouldn't say they were so wrong. You would go, wow, there's like an actual thing going on that's creating um, this attachment deficit disorder. So there's, if there's something going on, and for example, then when you look at people who are love and sex addicts, there is something going on that's triggering them to go back again and again to keep on choosing to use sex as a distraction for pain. And like we were talking about earlier, in this in this embodiment, we experience things in our bodies that can lead to pleasure or pain. We have, that's pretty much our spectrum in bodies. I mean, there are nuances of those two things. Those are our main experiences. It's either pleasurable in our body or it's painful in our body. And we can be pleasurably living in emotionally satisfying existence or we could be painfully living um, in an emotionally unsatisfying existence. And that all reflects in our bodies in different ways. Even though sometimes it could just be like pain from over overworking out or something. Um, in that case, that's just not being aware of your body and asking your body what it would like to do or choose or uh, what actions it would like to take as yeah, when we get a little disconnect happening, right? So I've been there. I did that this weekend. I just went gung-ho because I really had this burning desire to clear something out of my life and it sent me on a rampage of like intense cleaning. And that is what I did. <laughs> so I cleaned and I cleaned and I cleaned and I cleared and it was fascinating. And then I reorganized and readjusted things that needed to feel more in line with the energy that I would like my home to feel like and that I would like to create for my future and for my family and to invite them to create something greater in their lives as well. And if if you love um, the thought of like changing your home, changing your life, tap into a show on Fridays that we have on here called um, Creating Conscious Spaces with or infinite energies with Lisa Bennett and she has a company called creating conscious spaces. She's really great at discussing how you can shift the energy in your home and how that can actually open things up. So for example, for me, um, I, I did that on the weekend and my body was experiencing what would be pain. Now it didn't lead me off to go and have an affair, but I suppose in other circumstances, this could happen to people where they feel 
they've worked, they've worked, they've worked, they're exhausted, and now their outlet is they're going to run off and have an affair. It's possible. So just knowing that sex for a lot of people who are not really, not dealt with their crap, or they can't even see that they have crap because they think they're so fucking smart and they're they're living in their brains, but they're so smart and they're so cool that um, that they are actually choosing this because they need a distraction for all the crap that they feel about themselves. They don't feel good enough. They don't feel smart enough. They don't have enough money. They don't have enough this. They don't have enough people who uh, respect them. They don't respect themselves. And so it's all these things that they have externalized and made more valuable than them. And then they don't value themselves and they don't value others. And as a result, we end up with sex as a distraction. And this all comes from unresolved childhood traumas. could be anything from a parent leaving uh, parent dying, sickness in the family, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, all of those traumas. It could be, it could be anything. It could be being lonely as a child and not feeling like you had friends. It could be, you know, where you were the quote fat kid and everybody made fun of you. It could be literally anything that was the trauma in your life that you have not resolved. And this is what has uh, led you down to choose to see who could love you, right? So sometimes it's like the seeking of love. So it's, it is like a learned behavior, actually, uh, in a way. So when, so in the chat room, there was a, a question about learned behavior. So it can be learned in the fact that you could be mimicking your parents. If you've seen your parents do this, then as a learned behavior, you'd be watching your parents and they are like, in a way, um, mentoring you into your actions. So if your parents were cheaters and you watched that and you thought this is how relationships work, then this would be a normal for you. And so there's learned behavior. There's also like, it could be that you had a reward system, right? So if somebody rewarded, if you had, for example, if you got attention when you had an affair and you felt better about yourself, the dopamine rises and all these other hormones kick in and your body feels happy, and that's your reward. And a lot of people base their life and their living on reward. That is pretty standard, actually. So we'll talk more about these things. We'll talk more about uh, why people cheat. And we're also going to talk about if you've been cheated on, if you're choosing to stay in the relationship, what are some key things that you need to be able to do to be able to be in the relationship? And then if you are not in, the, in choosing to stay in the relationship, how do you move forward and start to trust people, right? So these are really key things because that trust gets broken and you can often just like fall into a bit of a uh, a tunnel where you just, you can't trust again or you don't feel like you can. You don't trust yourself enough to be able to trust what you know. Okay, so we're going to move into that. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight on The Pleasure Zone, we're talking about why people cheat in relationships. And I'm not trying to justify this to people. I am giving you guys some background information. To me, when I understand what's going on in a person's life and I can see their you know their pain body there you can see where they're experiencing a lot of pain or angst or unresolved things going on uh, it can take a step back and I can either choose to go down that rabbit hole with them and go okay you're just this is going to be bad and I'll be in a relationship and it'll be not so hot or I can look at the relationship and go okay I see that there's unresolved stuff you have this tendency I don't have to be in the relationship, but I'm giving you some tips and clues as well so that if you notice that in dating somebody maybe that, you know, they they talk about how awful their childhood was and, and if you notice that they use a lot of language of blame, then there's a lot that hasn't been resolved. So that blame language, like they're so-and-so's fault, they did this to me, blah, 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 to me, this all happened to me, blah, blah, blah. All of that language is like the blame language that pretty much indicates that there's still some work to do. And these are like, for me, where warning bells go off. And I was like, whoa, bam, 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 bam. And when that isn't there, it's fascinating to me. So my lover husband, when we were first dating, I would, I, I know he's not listening, so this is cool. I would try and trigger him to see where he had anger. And I wasn't trying to, like, make him mad at me. I was trying to see, like, um, in relationships, I would, like, ask him about his past relationships and see, like, where was the energy funky? Where did he not resolve stuff? And I was, like, so confused by the fact that he had, like, no issues with his exes. In fact, he respected them. He loved them still, but the relationship didn't work. And there was something for me in the fact that he loved his exes um, he wasn't attracted to them but he still had love for them 
as human beings. I think that was pretty awesome to me. I get that for some other people that could create jealousy or, or whatever. For me, that was like the door opened and I was like, ah, you're actually really cool. You don't have the, you don't have victim mentality. You're not like, and to me, he inspires me a lot with that. His ability to just like be with people and he can see them for everything that they are, for everything that they be. And they're there in his life. And there is like not um, whatever issues there were, if there were issues, he has um, let go of them in himself. So he's not holding on. Um, he's like really big into letting it go. Way before uh, Elsa and Anna were singing Let It Go, he was singing Let It Go in his own heart. So it's, I think, really amazing to, to be able to, um, to see that, right? So, so for his energy, he doesn't have the energy of a person who requires that excitement. He doesn't have a, the energy of a person who requires um, obstacles um, in order to have attraction or to be, you know, if you go, if you take, that if you go excitement minus obstacles, is there still attraction? And there's still attraction. And so that's really kind of cool that there's still attraction without necessarily having to have obstacles. And um, even though, you know, there was, you know, some things, to, like there's always things to discuss, hopefully because we change and over time we change and then our desires might change. But if you're willing to have conversations and communicate about what's going on, then you and your partner are able to work things out and evolve together. That makes it pretty fun. That in itself can create excitement. It's like, oh, wow, we just jumped a hurdle, an emotional hurdle. Awesome. That's exciting. And I, I think it's thrilling to be able to jump emotional hurdles and then enjoy your partner even more, your lover even more. So I would say that um, I looked up some other people's points of view on how do you get over, uh, how do you get over or how do you, how do you move past cheating in a relationship? So for people who are choosing to stay in the relationship, even though there was cheating that occurred, there are some tips out there. For sure, there's a lot of tips. I'm going to give you some of the ones that I found. It was actually on NBC News. Um, and one of, um, they had five tips. And I have to say that I don't agree with all their tips, but I'm going to give them to you because they might resonate with you. And then I'm going to share uh, to, with you some of the ideas that I have as well. So some of the things that NBC News had to say about how you could fix a relationship is make sure that the person who's the cheater is full of regret and remorse. Now, to me, regret and remorse is saying that you haven't resolved things, really. Um, to say that they're they're sorry and they're aware that this doesn't work for your relationship, that if you're choosing to have a relationship that cheating does not work in this relationship, it's not creating the future that you would like to create or the moment in the presence you would like to create. Okay, cool. They acknowledge that their action had a reaction. I don't know that it needs to go to regret or remorse, but hey guys, you're the listeners and you have different experience. Maybe you want the person to regret a lot and have a lot of remorse. I personally, even when I don't really like a person, I don't really want them to suffer. So I wouldn't really even want like my greatest enemies to feel really bad all the time. 
So uh, I would want them to have awareness and be able to move forward in their life and make different choices that would create more for everyone. So that's one. Make sure that there's regret. That's NBC News. And NBC News also has says be honest. Now, be honest is very vague and and it's also one of those conversations that's very personal like what is honesty to you wow like there's a big topic right there what is honesty to anyone is it where you honor you what is honesty in general does it mean you have to tell your partner every single minutia of detail or you're not being honest um it's it's an interesting one and I work with couples who have the thought that they have to share all the minutiae with each other. And frankly, for a lot of people, that there's a lot of overwhelm that happens. And what they want to know are the things, most of the time, what your partner wants to know are the things that excite you and the things that they can step in and assist you with. Keeping it simple. They don't need the minutiae. So what excites you? Share that with your partner. Where do you require, desire, some contribution or where do you desire and require contributing to them share that with them uh, I can tell you that I'm a fabulous nonstop talker and I've learned over the last several years to keep the minutiae out of my relationship because my husband gets into a glare he you know his energy goes off to another planet he like disappears somewhere and he can't even maintain presence and he's like this is too much information and we had a recently a joke in this house because I was working with a client and um, my husband had been talking to the client because it was a referral from him. And they both said, my husband said, how did it go with my wife? And the guy said, um, it's really good. Like he was a little bit like overwhelmed. And my husband said, my wife knows a lot, doesn't she? She has a lot of information. It can be overwhelming, can't it? <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I like that he shared that with me because it's true. I get that I have a lot of information and I can overwhelm people with how much information I can tap into um, and keeping it simple, right? So I don't think my husband's the only one who likes to have it kept simple. There's always ways that you can ask, is this something that I need to share? Is this something that's going to bring joy to my partner? So that's my take on it. I'm giving you NBC News and I'm giving you my edited version as well. Um, and then also one of their tips is to remove temptations. So if one of the temptations is that you're getting texts from your lover, come on over and let's get it on, you know, big tits or something. And you're like, and then you're like, hey, wait a second. How come you just wrote to big tits and you asked her to come on over? Yes, that would be her name. It would be like her Instagram name is Big Tits. And then you're writing to her. And that if you remove then the Instagram so that you don't have the temptation coming through, then you don't have to worry about it. Um, but, you know, if the temptation is showing up at their doorstep, if the temptation is seeing them in public or sending them photos or whatever it is that's creating the temptation, they're saying remove the temptation. And that can be easier said than done because temptations are like addictions a lot of time, uh, a lot of the time. So things that tempt you are usually things that you both feel are on some level really wrong. They're like an obstacle and you're attracted to them. So they're very exciting. So removing things that excite you 
are tricky because you're looking for that energy of the dopamine kick in. So that one's a tricky one, removing temptations. I would say be aware of your temptations. What tempts you? Be aware of it. And start with that because most of the time removing them it's really hard to do when you don't even know what they are. So being aware of them, I'm just rewording this. And then there's their other tip is to move toward uh Oh, this is funny because I don't even know what I wrote and my handwriting is so brutal. Okay, move toward brutal honesty and care. Well, we've already talked about being honest, but brutal honesty is like, I have the hots for so-and-so. Do you need to know? Not really. Like, I know when my husband has the hots for people. If you don't know that and you can't sense that in your partner, wakey-wakey because to me, you... Like, if you can't see that your your partner is, like, going, wow, that body, or that their body lights up around other bodies, it's time to become more aware so that you can sense that and that you can become aware of when people are attracted to your partner or you as well. And I have to say, for most of my life, I had zero awareness of that, and it's something of a skill that I've learned. It's not something I was born with. It's a skill that I learned to become aware of what attraction feels like, what attraction to my lover feels like, what attraction that other people have to my lover feels like, what attraction to myself, like from other people feels like as well. So play with that. So moving toward that and care. I think care really comes down to like, in in other words, like being kind to the other person. Like, do you have kindness? And then one of their other things that NBC says about moving forward is being selective about who you tell because a lot of people have a lot of opinions and they are very happy to shove their opinions down your throat. So that one I agree with, you know, know, know who your confessors are. Talk to them. And if you don't have confessors, you can always call me. I am a great person to confess stuff to. Um, even if I use you as an example on the show, I'll never name names. So If you need to confess anything, give me a shout. I always give away 15 minutes as a gift if you contact me through my website. Send me an email. You can also contact me on social media. But you got to let me know what you're looking for. If you're like, I'm just looking for a confession, awesome, let me know. Um, I can work with you through that, okay? So we're heading off to our next and last commercial of tonight. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich 
is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Oh, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers, we're rounding off the day of how to, you know, how to deal with the cheating in relationships and why do people do it? And so we did talk a lot about the whys and not, I normally don't talk about whys because whys send you into a loop and as you can see, there's been a lot of information from a lot of different resources to talk about the whys behind uh, cheating. Now, if you are somebody who you identify as feeling like, yep, you're a cheater, then, you know, for one thing, if you're choosing that you would like to change that, ask what your motivation is. Like, what motivates you to cheat? What do you gain from it? Um, you know, what are the benefits? And start to dive into that. Again, a reminder that if you don't know how to do that and you'd like support on that, then definitely contact me through, um, you can contact me either through inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. I think there's ways to write to me on here. If not, write to me on my website at melitzajelenic.com, M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. You write through there or through different social media outlets like Instagram and Facebook. I'm on those a lot. Uh, feel free to private message me and let me know what it is that you would like me to work with you on, okay? Because it really helps me to know the content so that I'll actually answer that email and not just brush it by. So for those of you who have been cheated on and are looking to recover and would like to know, like, how to, how do you deal with this? Like, how do you move forward in your life? And it's a big one, especially if you've already had in the past, if you've already had trust issues and you don't really trust people and then it happens again and then you start blaming yourself and it then comes down to not feeling very good about yourself at times as well. And so your self-esteem goes down. Um, your trusting of you goes down so your intuition feels off. Uh, it can feel a little crazy actually is what happens is sometimes you feel nuts because oftentimes, um, you know, there's sociopathic behavior involved with the, uh, from the cheater's standpoint, especially if the cheater lies and they don't like, um, you know, tell you what's happening. Like they haven't said something even when you've confronted them and they just keep lying, then you feel crazy, right? So, um, yeah, that's something to just know. So how do you deal with it? I'm going to give you a quick brief. Is Here are some questions to ask yourself. Do I trust myself when I am with this person who cheated on me? And you, you don't have to say this person who cheated on me. Use their name. Say their name's uh, Dave, right? Do I trust myself when I'm with Dave? Okay. And then next question would be, do I feel honored in this relationship? Do I allow myself to have a, do I allow myself to be vulnerable with this person? 
am I being the space of what they chose is their choice and what I choose is my choice, which is allowance for the other person to be exactly who they need to be in that moment and exactly you get to be who you need to be in that moment and not making anybody wrong, just being space and going, that was a choice, that's what they chose, that was their choice, that's what they chose, interesting choice, interesting they chose that, interesting I chose to be in a relationship with somebody who chose that because it's always going to come back to you feeling crappy about you, so getting out of that mode as well and to also get you out of blame as well. So allowance and then the last one would be gratitude for the relationship for what it offered you whatever it was brief as it was um even if you know there was you know as is weird but even if there was like some abusive um actions took place because i've been in abusive relationships and i still have gratitude for them they've brought me to where i am today and uh, i can say that today and every day i like to think that my life is getting even better and that without the prior experiences I wouldn't be where I am I wouldn't have the child I have I wouldn't have the relationships like all the great people in my life that I have so I'm really grateful for all of that and if being cheated on on in the past if being abused in the past and any of that if all of that leads to now I'm pretty grateful I have to say I'm really I feel really lucky and I'm really grateful and I invite all of you to look at where you can be having a sense of gratitude with everything even in your choice maybe to break up with a person i am so grateful that i had the wisdom and the capacity and the knowledge and the awareness to walk away yeah have some gratitude for you because you absolutely deserve some gratitude and all these other things as well like you deserve a relationship where you trust yourself being with that person that you trust you know what you know about them and that you trust yourself with them, where you feel like the relationship honors you and you feel like you can have your barriers down and be vulnerable with them and say what you need to say when you need to say it instead of feeling like you're on eggshells, right? It's pretty intense and you're pretty awesome. And I know that you need to be reminded of that because that's just who you are because you're my pleasure seekers and guys, you can be sensitive and that's cool and shit happens. So... We have a great uh, topic for next week. It's already up on the roster, so I hope you check it out. So enjoy this week, everyone. Remember to stay tuned in and turned on. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.